It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Our NFL preview week kicks off with a look at the Carolina Panthers. Does Justin Herbert take a step forward this season? Plus, what are the expectations for Trey Lance in San Francisco? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The Carolina Panthers may have made the upside move of the offseason, trading for maligned Jets quarterback Sam Darnold, but he is still a top five pick with plenty of talent in an offense that has plenty of playmakers. Joining me now from Locked On Panthers, Julian Council. And Julian, what is it going to take this season for Sam Darnold and this offense to take that proverbial step forward? Quite simply, at least for Sam Darnold's sake, he has to take care of the football, right? 39 interceptions in 38 career games. He has 20 fumbles. That's just not going to get it done. Yes, there's plenty of reasons why he didn't have success in New York because of the lack of talent around him in terms of the skill positions and on the offensive line. But here in Carolina, he has everything around him that should lead to success. You talk about Chris McCaffrey, 2019, last time we saw him for a full season, had over 1,000 yards receiving and rushing, only happened two other times in the history of the league. Robbie Anderson, he had a rapport with him back in New York, had a 1,000-yard receiving season last season. You also bring back DJ Moore, had back-to-back thousand-yard seasons, and then Dan Arnold, free agent who came over from Arizona, seemingly they have a pretty good rapport already, as we've heard in training camp. So yeah, just make the plays, good decision making, and don't turn the football over. And this offense just have success. Last year they had four guys over a thousand yards from scrimmage, and Bridgewater was the quarterback. So now thinking with the top three talent and Sam Darnold, they should probably be able to elevate things if he's able to protect the football and have confidence behind that offensive line, which is a question mark. But there's plenty of reasons to believe why Sam Darnold could turn things around here in Carolina. I'm not quite sure that's going to happen, but I see why Scott Fitterer and the coaching staff made the risk by trading for Sam Darnold. All right, finish this sentence for me, Julian. The Panthers can make the playoffs if? If they execute in the red zone. They were 28th out of 32 teams in the National Football League last year in red zone touchdown percentage, about what, 50.9%, I think exactly. They were pitiful with that. You bring in Sam Darnold with the expectation that he's going to at least get things done in that part of the field. You can also look back to the fact that at the end of the games, they, when they had opportunities to either tie or win, they went 0 for 8 in those situations. If you execute in the red zone, you probably put yourself in a situation where you're not always having to chase the game at the end, which they were in the position every single week seemingly last season. So, yeah, executing the red zone, I think that's what could lead to the Carolina Panthers being a playoff team, more so than having to worry about one-minute drives, two-minute drives and trying to win at the end of the game. So, yeah, they do that. Sam Darnold takes care of the football. This could be a playoff team. I, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I just they're, they're the youngest team in the NFL, so just conventional wisdom tells you that maybe give it a little bit more time. Second-year head coach, he's only a second year as an NFL head coach, only third year as a coach in the NFL, period. I'm looking towards 2022 as a season for this team to maybe to contend for the division, depending on, of course, what goes on in New Orleans and Tampa Bay and obviously Atlanta. So, yeah, I think they have a good chance to be a decent team this year. Just 
not really seeing playoffs just yet. Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, does Justin Herbert take a step forward in 2021? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Grizzlies and Clippers made a surprising trade on Sunday with the details. Here's Locked on Grizzlies host, Sean Coleman. New week in a new Grizzlies trade. Just a little over two weeks after acquiring Eric Bledsoe in the Jonas Valanciunas and Steven Adams trade, the Grizzlies have traded Bledsoe to the Los Angeles Clippers for some fun names, Patrick Beverly, Rajon Rondo, and Daniel Toro. Now, at the end of the day, this move was very simple. It was being able to take Bledsoe, who was not that attractive of an asset, trading him to a favorable situation for himself, but in the end, being able to do so in a way that allows for you to save $4 million next summer, clearing more cap space for the Grizzlies in a summer to work with where they're likely going to make at least one big move to take a significant step forward in the future. But in Rondo, Beverly, and Oturo, the Grizzlies also get some interesting options and some interesting assets they can use in other moves. Now, you could waive all three of them, and you're perfectly fine with saving the $4 million. But with Patrick Beverly and Rajon Rondo in the mix now, could you potentially see Rondo traded in another move? Could you see this open up a market for Tyus Jones, in which the Grizzlies are fine keeping Patrick Beverly as a backup point guard? That's the whole idea for this front office, was to create more cap space for 2022 and perhaps open up an opportunity to get another asset or two for the future through this move. If all you're doing is saving the $4 million for next summer, that's perfectly fine. Roger Federer is going to miss the U.S. Open and be sidelined for what he said will be many months because he needs a third operation on his right knee, a procedure he said will give him a glimmer of hope that he can return to competition. Federer said on his Instagram page on Sunday, Unfortunately, they told me for the medium to long term to feel better, I will need surgery. So I decided to do it. I will be on crutches for many weeks and then also out of the game for many months. The Green Bay Packers planned for a lot of Jordan Love this preseason, but that plan may be changing after an apparent shoulder injury in their preseason opener on Saturday night against the Texans. While an MRI on Love's right shoulder came back clean, Packers coach Matt LaFleur said Sunday that Love's status for practice this week and for preseason game number two against the New York Jets on Saturday is uncertain. LaFleur said, quote, it's something, though, that is significant enough where he could miss a couple days of practice. We'll see where he's at at the end of the week, but we're going to kind of take it day to day, considering he may well be the starter in 2022, the Packers taking the cautious approach there. 
Fernando Tatis Jr. wasted no time making an impact for the San Diego Padres in his return from the injury list Sunday, slugging his 32nd and 33rd homers against the Arizona Diamondbacks. What's up, everybody? Javier Reyes here of Locked On Padres. The Padres win 8-2 to avoid the sweep by the Arizona Diamondbacks. And look, it's the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. He plays right field. Right field, we all thought it was a joke. We all thought it was just some made up kind of, you know, bit that people were talking about, but it actually happened. And in his first game back, four for five with two home runs. He also has a big uh, RBI single in the top of the eighth inning to kind of blow the game open. I mean, just crazy, crazy stuff. Jake Cronenworth gets in on the action of the home run of his own. Uh, it was it was a nice salvage victory. There's a lot to talk about uh, this coming week when it comes to the Padres and whether or not this team is just kind of, they need a spark of life, man. And it's hard for to say that one player, especially in baseball, can provide that spark. But if there is such a thing, Fernando Tatis Jr., hopefully my hat doesn't fall off here, uh, is the one guy that is capable of that. So it was a nice way to salvage the weekend with the return of El Nino. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for next on betonline.ag. The NFL Super Bowl futures are out and Kansas City sits atop the rankings. The Chiefs are plus 500 to hoist the Lombardi Trophy. Tampa Bay comes in at 6-1. to one. The Bills are 11-1. to one. The Packers and 49ers each at 14-1. to one. For all your MLB, NFL, college football, and golf lines, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Here is another story you need to know. The Chargers are in a new-ish city with a brand new coach and a new-ish quarterback. Now Justin Herbert in his second season coming off a 7-9 rookie campaign for him and the Chargers quarterback wins. Not a thing. To, to talk about 2021. We bring in David Drogemeyer from Locked On Chargers. And David, this is a team that has a lot of talent. It seems like we say that every year with the Chargers. They've got a ton of talent. We really like this coaching staff, or at least I do. So what is it going to take for them to get to that proverbial next level that we seem to be waiting for them to take every year? I mean, what is it going to take? It's, it's going to take better quality coaching, and I think the Chargers finally found that. I think it's going to take better in-game decisions. It's going to take adjustments from you know quarter to quarter, from game to game. Uh, and the Chargers just simply have not done that with the previous regimes. They don't adjust, and that's why they lose a lot of one-score games. I mean, also, you know, this team has to stay healthy. I mean, that's a huge point of emphasis for the Chargers and for Brandon Staley. I mean, last night, the Chargers played their first preseason game, and very few of the starters found their way on the field for that game, and very few are going to play at all in the preseason because Brandon Staley's mission is, I want to get these guys to Sunday, and I think that's another major key for the success of this team is they have to have better injury luck if they want to contend this season. If you're going to make the case for them having maybe not that that contending level season, but a better season than what we saw last year, they bring in Corey Lindsley. They add Rashawn Slater in the draft. Derwin James gets back to full health. What that that changes from last year, other than the coaching, whether it's a player or uh, an emphasis, do you think will make the biggest impact on their 2021 success? I mean, Derwin James is absolutely an animal. I mean, if he's healthy and he plays between 15 and 16 games, this is a top five defense in the NFL. The Chargers have playmakers at every single level. 
They have that pass rusher you're looking for in Joey Bosa. They have some young talent in the middle with Kenneth Murray and Drew Tranquil. And they have that positionless player in Derwin James who can impact the game at every single level. So he stays healthy. The Chargers get more efficient uh, on offense. I mean, real a better run pass balance, better play calling. Um, but, I mean, I talked about it earlier. It's just adjustments. The Chargers are able to make adjustments from in-game and week-to-week. That, I think, also, special teams has to be better. I mean, they were one of the worst units in the NFL last year. So a combination of those things are going to be why the Chargers put themselves in position to make a playoff push this season. All right, last thing. Give me your prediction for the Chargers in 2021. Oh, man, you're going to put me on the spot. Okay, I mean, if I'm going to do record prediction, I think this Chargers team has a very high ceiling. I mean, a lot of things have to go right, but I'm going to go somewhat conservative, and I'm going to go 11-6. and six. I think this team can win 12-plus games. I, I know that might sound optimistic, but I think the, with this coaching staff and the changes they made on defense – and the offensive line improvements are all reasons why the Chargers can and should win a lot of football games this season, and you should be excited. This 17-game schedule thing is really throwing me off because that seemed like too much, <laughs> but my thought was 10-7, and seven, which also just like in my brain does not, does not compute at all. So it just doesn't sound right. Coming up, what are reasonable expectations for Trey Lance in San Francisco? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And why not? With flavors like peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, coconut, almond, all somehow, I don't know how they do it, all covered in 100% chocolate, all high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, and low in sugar. These things are the goods. And if you don't believe me, I have good news for you. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. We're making it easier for you to try a product that I stand by so strongly, so strongly. I recommend them to random people on the street sometimes. No, I don't really. But I have recommended them to people. And guess what? Every person says, I can't believe how good these things are. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. The San Francisco 49ers were in the Super Bowl a season ago, but 2020 did not go the way that they had hoped. Jimmy Garoppolo dealing with injuries yet again. And then Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch blow up the offseason. They go all in on Trey Lance, the intriguing, the tantalizing, the physically gifted, and the incredible play in the first preseason game shows that talent. Joining me now from Locked On 49ers, Eric Crocker. And Eric, when we think about this season, we have to start at that quarterback position. 
what more do we need to see for Trey Lance to be the opening day starter, or is it a wrap? You know, it's, it's really tough. I think, the, the, you know, there are kind of a split. It's split amongst fans. There are Team Jimmy, and there's Team Trey Lance, and then there's guys like me who, you know, I just want who gives the 49ers the best chance to win. Now, I think the tough thing is, especially for Kyle Shanahan, you know what you're getting with Jimmy Garoppolo, for, for better or for worse, right? And I think right now it's going to take a lot for Kyle Shanahan to be able to move off of that for Trey Lance. Because once you go Trey Lance, I don't know if you can go back to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, so I think it. he has to be 100% sure that he's ready to stick it out for an entire season with this young guy who, you know, limited playing time at North Dakota State, played at the FCS level, you know, hasn't played the entire year, gets thrown into preseason, has a splash play, but then also some, you know, throws where he missed. I'm pretty sure that he would like back. But obviously, I mean, like you said, the talent is clear, and you know that it can take you above what Jimmy can give you. You're just not sure if he's ready for that right now. So I think right now it's still Jimmy Garoppolo's job to lose. So there's also this part of this that the 49ers are really good. Like if this were a team that was not ready to compete, you'd just, Trey Lance would be the guy, you'd trade Jimmy Garoppolo and you move forward. But this is a team very much with Super Bowl aspirations by Bet Online Futures. They have the same Super Bowl odds as the Green Bay Packers right now. And that's with some of these questions at quarterback. So given that, um, let's say it is Jimmy Garoppolo to open the season. What are your expectations of, of what this team looks like? Are those Super Bowl aspirations legitimate for this squad? I think so. But I, I think everybody knows with Jimmy Garoppolo, you probably think you probably need things to be a little bit more ideal surrounding them, right? You know, go back a couple years to the NFC Championship game. Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball eight do we, times. Do we have to? <laughs> but he threw the ball eight times. And in the game before that, they kind of took the ball out of his hands. If 49ers didn't have that dominating defense, would they had to lean on him more? And right now, we're not sure what the defense is going to be. So there's a scenario where the defense comes out last year, even with injuries, they were like a top five team. Statistically, they come out and they could play well this year. But Robert Sala is not on the 49ers anymore. He's coaching the head coach of the New York Jets. And mm. you have turnover in the other spots as well. Can guys stay healthy? Jaquiski Tart, one of the key players in the secondary, he's already banged up with turf toe. And Kyle does not know when he's ever going to come back. So there are still these question marks. You need guys to step up. D4, Nick Bosa, they're both coming off of injuries that started week one and week two of last season. Uh how great is the defense going to be? But if you do roll with Jimmy Garoppolo and you want this team to live up to those Super Bowl odds, they're definitely going to need Garoppolo to play a step above what he's been so far. And finally, Naomi Osaka has pledged to donate any prize money she wins from this week's Western and Southern Open tennis tournament to relief efforts in Haiti. Haiti was rocked by a 7.2 magnitude earthquake Saturday morning that has left more than 1,200 dead. Osaka's father, Leonard Francois, is a native of Haiti. Coming up Tuesday, our NFL preview week continues with a look at the Jaguars and the much-anticipated debut of Tim Tebow. Um, uh, well, I mean Trevor Lawrence. Well, do I? At least until tomorrow. Stay locked on today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.